Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan Mack Wilds, one third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between, this show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Welcome to the Quick Stop <laughs> F1 podcast. My name is Tandy, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, today, I'm joined by my co-host Nyasha. You can't even get it right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna uh-huh. say <laughs> at least do it properly, you know. But I'm good. Well, you, do you know what, guys? We've literally been sat here for about five minutes, and Nyasha's just been yappa yappa, <laughs> yappa yappa yappa. Okay, so I'm ready to start. She's very ready to go. You're ready to go. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, I got gassed because we've got we've got a guest on, and I've just got gassed. I was just talking to him. He's in love with him. I am. I'm not gonna lie to yourself. Behave yourself. You guys, (laughs) look. There's not many guests here. I feel like we've been on a run of guests where I'm not gonna lie. I feel emasculated on my own team. Let me get this out one time. Yeah, Mm. I'm tired Mm. of bringing men onto this podcast, and then. People ignoring my contributions for these men's contributions. I am starting to feel like ugly. I'm playing TLC. I like your contributions. I like your contributions. You have to say that. You're like, you know, like a mother's love. Like you're a sibling's love. You have to like my contributions. And you know what? I'm thankful for that. But it's not about me or my contributions. It's about our guest. Welcome. Cameron, how's it going? Cameron. I'm good, guys. I'm good. Glad to be here once again to talk F1 and all things in between. It's going to be sick. And why are you talking about Nasha, by the way? Nasha, yeah. Quick Stop F1 is the house that Nasha and Tandy built. So I don't know what you're talking about trying to be, trying to go around with all this humility stuff. I mean, and I mean, Yeah, but what, he, what he's saying is, what he's saying <laughs> is, there's one person who runs the house in it. Oh. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah, Joey I feel, I feel, it's like a singer-songwriter contribution. Um, I'm like a ghostwriter, and Tandy's in the interviews. Tandy's getting, you know, she's on on the chicane earlier. She's booked and busy, and I'm just in the OVO sweatshop. But look, it's not about me. It's not about um, uh, any of us. It's about you at home. Thank you so much for for tuning in. If you're tuning in, give this video a like. It really does actually help to spread us to more people on YouTube. So give us a like, give us a subscription, write a comment, even if it's nasty, I don't care. I don't, don't no, don't be writing nasty comments. Don't, actually, don't, do, don't. Do don't. No, because they do actually don't make do me sad. That. I act like I don't care. Yeah. Care. He cries, you guys, he cries. Why, 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 are you, why are you showing my pain? Um, and then, uh, but I do cry. And, uh, and if you're uh, listening to us on Spotify, leave us a five-star review. If you are on Apple, leave us a review with words. I might read some out actually today because we've not read some out for a while. And then 
that's it yeah share with your friends thank you very much let's get into it 2022 monaco gp cameron what do you think of monaco uh it is a unique place to go motor racing probably the most unique place to go motor racing in the whole wide world um some people love it some people hate it what are your thoughts on the monaco grand prix oh nasha as much as i want to be a purist and say we should race around monaco in perpetuity that's not the truth right occasionally there, there can be a sport that outgrows a venue if we're talking about Highbury and Arsenal, mm. that's that's a good case in point. And Fernando Alonso, the way he went on with that skullduggery, that spite, the sandbagging, easing off, making Lewis the meat in an Alpine sandwich. Nasha, Tandy, let's be honest, you shouldn't be able to do that on an F1 circuit in 2022. And if you can, then FIA, Liberty Media, the commercial rights holder, might want to have a word with themselves and, and check out whether we want to keep racing around said circuit into 2023. And not to mention, by the way, guys, Tag Heuer and Rolex. Yeah. Can you have two sponsors of a racetrack? I don't think you can. What, what attack are you doing around there? Rolex is the official sponsor of the F1. And Monaco aren't even paying that much money to the F to the FIA, the commercial rights holder anyway. So I'm saying sack it off. As, as, off. as blasphemous as that sounds, Nasha, I think it's time, mate. 2022 in F1 and no yeah. place for Monaco. Fair play. Man, I say Monaco are like that friend you gave your Netflix password to that's just carrying on using it. And, you know, they're not paying anything. They're not contributing, but they're there on your shit, fucking up your algorithm. I hear it. Tandy, last year, I was just going to say yeah, last I... year, you said that, um, you said Monaco gets the people mm. going. And that's right. why, uh, that's why it's there, right? Because it's, it's there, it's Monaco, it gets people going. Um, is that, I guess, is, yeah, is that for you, is that enough? It like it lives off like the memory of like Senna, Glamour, you get Royals yeah. there, you get all like Hollywood turn up. It's that attraction. As a race though, it's absolute shite. I would like to also note that um, last week I got into trouble for fat shaming that car, but none of those cars even fit in <coughs> the Monaco track. So there you go. Further affirmation that that car is too fat, okay? Normalized fat shaming cars, not people. Like yes. I, I didn't understand everyone was going everyone was kind of going mad. I didn't wait, understand wait, wait. it. People were like, Well, you were like to me, well, you, I got don't fetch them. I got scared. I got scared. You know what? I, I'm not scared. Fear. I know you're not scared. You're fearless. You're fearless. <laughs> and I am fear most. Okay. Um, mm. and I just didn't want us to get in trouble. But then I realized we can't you can't cancel us. We're uncancelable, okay. See, that's what people say, and then they get cancelled. Then they get cancelled, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I get what you mean. Like, Monaco is like, it's a bit like chocolate that you get from Aldi. Like, the wrapping oh, is wow. fancy. <laughs> but the actual chocolate quality is just not that great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the it's one of them where, like, you know, like Aldi Veg. I don't know if you've ever bought the Veg. I, buy, I mean, I, I buy Aldi Veg. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry, well, you're so bougie. Where did you get your veg from? Where's, where's, where's your shopping done? 
Um, so when I'm at my like, because I'm a northern person, I live opposite of farms, but I just get it from the farm. Oh, fair play, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I recently got a do you know what I mean? But what I was going to say about Aldi veg, you know, fans Aldi, like your veg looks super green, super fresh. Mm. You you pay for it, you take it out to the car and you bring it home and it's brown. Oh my oh god, that is how I feel about the Monaco. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you. I'm never buying veg. But I've eaten, I have <laughs> eaten veg at Nyasha's before. And can I just say, he makes great long stem broccoli. Oh, <laughs> I do. I do. I'm, I'm really proud of that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love that recipe. Um, <laughs> um, look, Monaco. I can't look. You're both incredibly correct. I look. I, I've got nothing else to add. It's a shit show. I don't know what, yeah. what are we doing here, man? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? And what made it even worse mm. was that the thing that we were praying for oh, before mate. the race started, we prayed for it. And five minutes before the race started, God said, you know what? Have some of that. Here's some rain. Let's mix it up a bit. And then the FI like, oh, actually, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Got too much dip on your chip. Unbelievable. And we're delaying the start to monitor for a dark, uh, for a rain cloud. They start going around following the safety car. The rain eventually turns up and then we've got a red, red flag it. And it's just like, I don't know. For me, it seemed a bit, it seemed a bit mad. I can't lie. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I understood mm. why at the point where they decided to not start the race, it was absolutely fine. Um, and then obviously after that, maybe they had to, you know, they had to stop it. But guys, what do you think, Cameron? Are you, do you think? Did anyone, did anyone look at Lance Stroll during <laughs> that entire process? As in, uh, as in like what, he's on, it, on the way to the grid or just like when he was outside? They, do you know what? The one time I'll tell you is look out for it, right? The one time they always showed Lance Stroll is when he is in the pit and he's chilling and he's got no mask on because that's when he looks the happiest. He did not look like he wanted to get back on. He, he, he was like, rain sound. Never yeah. mind. Well, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same same time next year, lads. Yeah. Same time next year, lads. <laughs> that, that, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me about Lance Stroll at all, Tandy. Um, Nasha, yeah. to your question, though, I think there's a broader question here and it feels like F1's become overly sanitised, right? Like, motorsports inherently is that they are dangerous. You've got to sign a waiver when you go to one. Anything can happen. It's just, it's chaos theory. These are the best 22, 20, 20 drivers in the world in the best racing formula in the world. Let them show how good they are, surely, by putting yeah. on dries, full wet inters, whatever, and going out there and racing on a damp track. Like, what are we? Bloody yeah. hell. I can't be dealing with the four-hour races again, Nashery. It kills me. I've got a Sunday to have. Yeah, it is a commitment. Mate. As fans, I want, look, some of us have sat through three hours of practice. Ugh. Hour of qualifying, a pre-show of an hour and a half, and then a race which goes on for three three hours or so. Like weekend done out, just because you know, I just Red Bull didn't even have their tires on five minutes to go. These you guys, it's just ridiculous. And you know, lunch. By the way, that lunch job quote, 
Is uh, someone said the other day, yesterday, you know, uh, to your twenty cars quote? Someone actually said <laughs> these are the eighteen best drivers oh, in, the, in the world. Uh, uh, pointing to Stroll and Latifi, who who had little pranks on the way to the grid. I love how Latifi tried to blame the car. Like, oh, the car just didn't turn. You're the one in control of it, brother. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's just so bad. A bad workman, Nasher, always blames his tools, right? You can't. Come on, Latifi, sort it out, man. To use Nasher's phrase of quick stop F1 <laughs> fame, keep it on the black stuff, Nicholas. Wow, keep it on the black stuff, mate. For once in your life, for once this season, keep it on the black stuff. So it's it's not good enough to just be a pay driver now that we've got cost cap and all that good stuff. Keep it on the black stuff, mate. Yeah. And look, this is like Inception. Now you can see why I jacked it. It sounds so much better when you say it. I love it. Um, so, uh, t- uh, Tandy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tandy, mate. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you. What are your thoughts on uh, the stewarding and the FIA? Um do you have any thoughts on the FIA as a organization? Give it to him, Tansy. It's the um, it's the it's the rules that just pop out of nowhere for me, isn't it? <laughs> it's the sudden makeup of the rules, like it's a bit of a game to them, isn't it? It's fucking ridiculous. It is. Like I didn't mean. Like I didn't know. Like I was speaking to Paris about this. Like I didn't know that you could just start a race on a red flag is that allowed well yeah they can do whatever they want mate they can do whatever they want you know if you want to, if you want to can they line, though can they as I in what do you mean, and when you say start a race what do you mean though like as in as in oh start the, do you mean start the race then red flag or what do you yeah mean? i didn't know you were allowed to do that well obviously you could do a red flag for any reason but i guess my point is if you and i watched the highlights today right Mm. And it's in terms of like making things up as they go along. The highlights in F1, you know, F1 is like a massive propaganda machine, right? Right. So I watch the highlights, and as someone who, if I didn't watch the race, and then I watch the highlights, the way that they cut the commentary makes it sound like the commentators were fully agreeing with what was happening, right? And they basically right. were like, they got they've got a bit from Ted's notebook, I think, where he's basically saying. The FIA have said that they chose to uh, delay the start and then start the race behind the safety car because they were monitoring a changing weather situation and there was no wet weather running that weekend. So it would have been dangerous to just let these guys go out into wet conditions. And then the, but the thing is, the thing that they were monitoring eventually just happened and it started pissing yeah. it down. And then they had to end the race. But if you think that a big rain cloud is going to come, I don't know. Just red flag it off the off the rip. Don't waste mm-hmm. don't waste laps and fuel going around for no reason. It was giving spa. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, and they're just they're so incompetent. They're right. so incompetent. And I just I don't get it. I liked. I liked your comment, though, about how the, I don't know what to call them, the marshals? The marshals. Yeah, the Monaco marshals. Um, yeah. yeah, and how quick they were to kind of 
take away all the the damage of mm. um Shimi's car which you can't really say always happens so I'll give them that yeah no for sure and, and that. the, the, the yeah. thing is the Monaco marshals are independent so it's not even something we can oh really yeah no how do you know that uh, 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 it's, they talk about it so oh, oh I guess because Monaco okay. in uh to go to Camerson and I'll come to you a bit Cameron apologies um mm. the Monaco Grand Prix is pretty much like self-regulated so Monaco have their own sponsorship deals Monaco have their own uh, race uh, TV director, which is why everyone is always moaning about the race TV direction. And the marshals that are trained in Monaco are trained specifically for the Monaco Grand Prix, essentially. Whereas like other countries, you can be a volunteer and you, you might work all over the place really until you get it. But like pretty much they are there for the Monaco Grand Prix. They kind of like Wimbledon ball boys. They just train them up, train them up, train them up, and, mm. and then they're there. So that's why they're, they're so good. Um, and um, Monaco is so- giving, it's giving like, it's giving Vatican City. Mm. You know how the Vatican City is a country, but nobody knows why the fuck it actually got its own country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, I, 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 I would, yeah. Well, how did you get that? Like, what's what? Can we see some paperwork, please? Um, I hear it. I very much hear it. Uh, Cameron, before we oh, move mate. on to the race. Yeah, I guess any thoughts on, Rules yeah, I guess breaks. the FIA stewarding, um, you know, obviously it came later in the race, but them waving away Ferrari's protest regarding Verstappen crossing the line on exit, pit, and, pit exit, um, just seems a bit inconsistent. It just seems a bit, I Just don't a tad, Nasha, just a tad. It feels like 2021 all over again. So, so extensive is their consistent inconsistencies. If I speak specifically to the pit pit exit of both Perez and Max Verstappen, by the way, Max especially, right? Yeah. So the rule, I want to say it's Article 5C, Chapter 4, Appendix L. Hey! Cross the pit exit line on exiting the pits, then you're not allowed to do that, right? Yeah. Ferrari protest. And that, that protest gets thrown out because, and I'm going to paraphrase ever so slightly here, the stewards say that in this case, crossing the line means that a whole wheel needs to cross the line. What do you mean in this case? This is this is why I get really angry with the whole stewarding and the rules and the regs and the sporting code of conduct, Nasher and Tandy, because it, it can't be in this case. Write the rules and the regs in a, in a proper way that everybody can understand. There's millions of new fans that are looking at this and they're like, what? What are we doing? Just like Tandy alluded to, right? I don't know what this rule is and I don't know how you're enforcing it. And the reason why people are lost is because the rules and the regs aren't clearly written. Where are the definitions? What does cross the line mean, Nasha? Yeah. Is it one wheel? Is it a bit of a wheel? Is it an entire wheel? Your two front wheels? I don't know what's going on because it's not clearly outlined. And that gives them that wiggle room where they're going to start talking about in this case behave yourself stewards it's this is the best formula in the world yeah we deserve better as viewers of said formula it's just not acceptable 2021 all over again and michael massey by the way will be looking at us going like Mm. i told you i needed more infrastructure 
I told you that I needed more assistance. I told you I was overworked and underpaid. And right about now, on the 30th of May, 2022, who am I to tell him that he was wrong? Because this looks and feels and smells very much like the consistent inconsistency that we saw, particularly at the back end of the 2021 season. Look, you're not wrong, but it's still fuck that guy. <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> Might be right. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Um, so let's get into the race. And um, mm. quickly, before we go into stars and donkeys, I think there's a good discussion to be had around Ferrari and Red Bull strategies, um, which essentially decided the the, the race, right? Um, Tandy, did Ferrari do a bad job? Or... Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't ask me no stupid questions. <laughs> yeah? There's no ifs, there's no buzz, there's no mean. This isn't anything we can actually even blame on Charles as a bozo gene. This is genuinely down to Ferrari. They fucked it. They fucked it. As we were saying on our Airbnb, <laughs> they were giving it to them on a plate, a royal yeah. plate, a nice place. The dinner table was set. And yeah. what did they do? They just went, just, yeah, doing. They, uh, they they tried to do that trick where you take the uh, <laughs> yeah. take the dish yeah, yeah, yeah. without the fucking plate, and then they just yanked it. <laughs> They yanked the whole fucking plate off. Uh, exactly. They <laughs> fucked it. Like, honestly, so embarrassing. The whole party's looking at them crazy. Everybody's yeah. talking about, oh, my God, did you did you see what happened earlier? Oh, my yeah, God. No, that's cool. I've got it's it embarrassing. It's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't, did you get it on record? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Snapchat. Um, uh, I felt really, I just felt really sorry for, for Charles because, like, he was in the lead by any, and at one point, yeah. he got a good distance away from everyone and then wham bam quick ting i'll tell you one thing though it was a good day for signs because mm. signs as per usual was like i was right you people should have listened to me this is why i am the second driver and after such a past two weeks of just questioning if we really like Carlos signs i guess we do actually quite like him he's all right isn't he he's all right he's a good egg um yeah. I think a good point that that Tandy makes there is Carlos's insistence that the right choice was to go to mm-hmm. Dries, right? And I mm-hmm. think I tweeted maybe around, I don't know, I, I can't remember, but pretty early into the stint that, okay, if you're not on intermediates now, you have to go straight to dry tries. Like, that is... Because if you go into, I guess, you know, I mean, I guess Perez made that work, you know, he had a couple of laps, but I think there's circumstances which allowed him to be able to execute that strategy. But uh, Cameron, how ballsy of it, I guess, was it of science to insist on going straight to drives? And I guess, does, uh, does it point to kind of failures within the Ferrari strategy? And I guess, how good are Red Bull as well in, in, in executing their strategy? So I think Red Bull usually nail it. But this time, dropped the ball with Max Verstappen. Oh, okay. I think, I think, as far as apex, apex predator of strategies here, Carlos Sainz, you've, you guys have both nailed it. Carlos Sainz was the one. Do one stop, delay ever so slightly, do the overcut or whatever they're calling it, and come in straight and put the the white labelled yeah. slick tyres on. Um, 
I don't know. I'm, I want to call them all out for being a bit SH1T, if I'm honest. They were all a bit risk averse in their strategies, <laughs> all ifing and butting and kind of like delaying. Yeah. And um, my guy Pitty wins a talk to me, and he's an he's an old head, right? Mm-hmm. What happened to the old days when you had more drivers like Science who were capable and prepared to push back on a noddy strategy? Don't yeah. do that, guys. Why didn't Charles Leclerc, as an example, say, you know what, that I'm not coming in for Inters now. Inters was five laps ago. How yeah. about we stay out and do what Carlos is doing? Yeah. Where is the constructive pushback? And it feels like we haven't got enough drivers of that kind of yesteryear mindset that will challenge and 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 suggest something else, right? It's just uh, it's a very it different F1 in 2022, Nation Tandy. You know in school when you'd get into trouble, right? <laughs> or like you guys, I don't know if you guys were part of like a group of naughty kids, right? Oh, yeah. So if someone got into trouble, like they'd all call all of you in. They call us, yeah, yeah. They'd call you all in, mm. and like your mom would turn to you and be like, "If I if I found out you're involved, wait till we get home." Do you know what I feel? That's how I feel right now with like Mercedes. I'm like, did you influence? <laughs> Ferraris. If I find out you're involved at the Ferrari, because I don't want anyone turning around and saying the Ferrari team have been my child with our kid, <laughs> and that is why their strategy is off. I don't want to hear that. Do you mean? Yeah. If I find out you're involved. <laughs> They were, they, they were all up and they were all rubbish. I mean, once you see Pierre Gasly on the Inters nailing purples and tracking as near as makes no difference, Charles Leclerc's times at the front, that's when, of course, then you've got to know to go and put in Inters, but everybody dragged their heels, dilly-dallied, yeah. let's have a think about it and make, an, make a decision yeah. by executive committee. Make a decision, even if that's the wrong decision, sometimes we all know you've got to make a decision and just go with it. And all of those teams up and down agreed. We're just like, mm, mm, let's have a think. Oh, is that what you think? Maybe, maybe not. And by that time, the strategy's morphed into one stopping and, and going straight for the slicks. Yeah. Speaking of strategy, mm. Lewis Howard did not have a good race this weekend. Uh, no, he did not. But I'm glad we can we can now comfortably say it. I'm not I'm not blaming Lewis himself. It's but. not it's, it might not be his fault, but it's taken quite a lot of steps for us to get to this point where we can say Lewis Hamilton did not have a good race. Oh, you guys are, are blasphemous. Am I gonna <laughs> have to be the defender of it? Go on, you guys get your defend Lewis Hamilton valiantly. No, no, I, I as as will I. When I I guess what I'm saying is this season's fucking horrible, bro. This this season is not pleasant. Um, Lewis is very unlucky um, in qualifying with um, the science and Perez. Perez crash. So that didn't help. He was faster than George all weekend and most likely would have qualified ahead of him um, if he'd finished his lap. And then, you know, it's a different race from there. I don't know what strategy they were doing with pitting him on Inters far too late and then pitting him again, obviously, for dries straight after and George gets to go straight to dries and, you know, um, there's that. And then, you know, obviously, yeah, he, you know, he gets held up by Ocon, obviously, and then he, then you've got the whole Fernando Alonso 
madness. But how, what does this season hold for Hamilton right now? He is, I think, I'm just going to hazard a guess and say he's about 50 points off the lead currently. And the rest, 75? Uh, 75, I think. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Tandy just What's guys, you guys obviously haven't gone through the Tandy therapy trial. I am over it. Like, yeah. I am at peace with oneself. I can laugh about it. Mm. Do you um, mean like you're, you're in like the acceptance the, part of the five stages? Of I'm at Zen, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. Zen. Where I, so I don't I'm in denial right now. I can't, yeah, I can't accept in, it. He's in bitter denial right now. Do you know what? One day you two can be like me, just <laughs> <laughs> I love that laugh. <laughs> so, get, get to that Tandy level of Bushido and Zen. When I grow up, no, absolutely. I'm gonna have to defend Lewis. I think you did a, I think you did a half decent job there, Nasha, of defending yeah. Lewis Hamilton's honor. Cheer me up! I'm sad Mate, right now, bro. Watch this. I'm All real right, sad. go on then. Go on in. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate as far as Lewis Hamilton's concerned. Mm, yeah, he hasn't had a great season, season today, right? But there were a lot of underlying. Let's not just do this recency bias, newfangled, mm. drive to survive fan, looking at the outcomes only. Everything that you just spoke to there, Nasher, is the, that's the, the, the nuance of the narrative. So yeah. if you look at Monaco specifically, listen, he was on for a decent lap and then red flagged, super unlucky. Although you might want to argue, you know that this happens at Monaco. So front load your quickest laps, get a banker in mm. potentially. I don't know who's... And I did see all the cars going out at the same time. I yeah. did think... <clears throat> Exactly. So I think he was a bit unlucky there, but maybe some of that was his fault. Plus, what a Mercedes playing at again with that strategy. Lewis needs to start overruling them without compunction. Push the button on that constructive pushback and challenge Lewis because these guys are just going on with nonsense, dilly dallying with the inters. Pierre Gasly's all the information that you needed to see, right? If he's yeah. doing purple, get everything. He's overtaking in. people. Killing it around Monaco, national no less. However, I will say this. They did predict rain 20 minutes after the time when Gasly first went. So that's the only caveat there. But nevertheless, man, sometimes you've got to take a, a gamble on knowledge, known variables. I mean, is there 100% risk of rain in 20 minutes? Not really. But are we 100% certain that Gasly's killing it on these inters? Yes. So like, why don't we just get on these inters? So I think there are, there are these uh, sub-notes that you have to include yeah. in the Lewis Hamilton narrative. And listen, in longer form, do I doubt for a second that he's going to nail George Russell over the remaining 17 Grand Prix or however much is left? Absolutely not. I think he can. And I'm not having his second driver business. Lewis Hamilton's second driver, behave. I didn't call him a second driver. No, don't no, no, please no, no, don't no, no, start no. that narrative. I'm, I'm not saying that. They, they really do be coming for me. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not... I'm, I, <laughs> By no means, Tandy, am I directing that at you, but you, we all know and have heard that mm. narrative that Lewis has only mm. won seven championships because he was in the quickest car. Look what mm. George is doing to him now. Well, let's let's reconvene after race 22 and let's assess this in longer form because Lewis Hamilton, when he's ready, we know, we know there's never been a peddler in history that can talk to Lewis Hamilton when he's in the mood. So let's not do that, man. Thank you so much. Nyasha. Yeah.
How did Ocon do? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I was just on another podcast, big up uh, Black AF1 podcast. I was just on their podcast, yeah. And I said, whenever I mention Esteban Ocon, yeah, I just get, I get it in the neck. But what am I getting yeah. in the neck for Esteban Ocon for defending his place? Let's get out for another one. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I just said, Nyasha, how did Ocon do? You're loading questions at me for my boy. For my boy. For my boy. No, you know what? Right. He fucks our race. And look, he would have been higher, ironically. If. If his teammate. If. If if his teammate wasn't a prick. Fernando Alonso was going around at speeds that I think, I think. I think Charles Leclerc was going faster in Nicky Lauda's car from 1970 saying than, than Fernando Alonso was going in. Daniel Ricciardo. No, but don't say that because Lewis couldn't overtake Fernando Alonso. So no, no, don't no, say no, that. no, I'm just saying. That's so Fernando, contradictive to no, what we've just been saying. I'm saying that Monaco, because he was going that fast around Monaco, it held up everyone's fucking race, didn't it? But mm-hmm. it did, Ocon had a five second penalty, which if he could have if he could have done something about it, it it would have been better for him if fernando alonso was going quicker but fernando was just thinking about his face i'm just i just wanted to point out that yeah. fernando alonso was going so slow daniel ricardo said that when he won in 2018 with 25 brake horsepower less uh or 25 percent sorry 25 percent less brake horsepower he was going quicker than fernando alonso was going madness uh on sunday and at some point again you shouldn't be able to do that on a race circuit and it just goes back to my point of monaco's dusted let's get rid of it but yes ocon did not have a great race and he fucked lewis hamilton's race and you know i'll, I'll make sure that i don't mention him on this podcast ever again but did but nash away there nash and tandy did he i think we're laying blame at the wrong person here for effing up lewis hamilton's race did mercedes okay this is where i'm going to curse mercedes now did mercedes not see that a pit stop takes 19 seconds around monaco if we pit lewis hamilton now where's he going to come out let's have a look at the track layout and the radar oh he's going to come out behind the slowest guy currently on the grid defensive meister Esteban Ocon around a track that you can't pass around why don't we as an example not pit Lewis Hamilton now I don't know I don't know if that's Ocon's fault more than Mercedes and oh no I think the the, the blame we're lies in, we're working on it uh it lies at Mercedes door for sure but uh yeah no no for sure I I I don't there's nothing more I can say about Mercedes strategy team that I've not already said every week on this podcast i feel like i'm saying the same thing over and over and over True. again like i literally True. was it imola when we were saying why are they not bringing lewis in why are they not looking at the lap times ricardo was doing it yeah. is the same thing we are literally the lesson has not been learned three races later four races later are you are you guys thick i, I don't understand you're Listen, smart yeah, people smart people you know <laughs> but you're making stupid decisions and it's pissing. Listen, you guys are giving my podcast. You guys are giving my podcast partner blood pressure, high BP. <laughs> like, um, you, you can't bro, take it. I, I'm gonna keel over because I got. Wusa. Wusa. Just gonna rub my ears. Wusa. Wusa. I just honestly. But okay. All right. Mm. But on that subject. Yeah. 
we might as well just go into our donkeys. Okay, straight into it. Yeah. We are going to have some stars uh, because okay. we're not the hating podcast. We uplift. We also uplift. We uplift. We, uplift. we don't just drag. Usa. Usa. <laughs> we love you, drivers. Sebastian Vettel, I love you. And so forth. Big up the Vettel fans. I love you, man. I love you, man. You man want to quote tweet me into oblivion. You want to send me racist abuse. Send it. I'll still say what I have to say. Anyway, look, that's not the point. Woosa. Woosa. <laughs> Tandy, donkey of the day. <laughs> um, Ferrari strategy Oof. team. Mm. Fucked it. You're absolutely fucked it, lad. <laughs> I, this could know, have been something. You know they fucked it when, when the extra scouse comes out. It's like, you, Joey, he's you. fucked it. <laughs> he's bottled it. Love that. You bottled it. Love you that. fucked it. It could have been something, but it weren't that. Speaking yeah. of, speaking of, we but- actually could have, like, we could have, we could have, um, we actually could have debunked a myth because a lot of people have been speculating that Charles can't finish a race. And we were like, maybe this time he might finish a race. Mm. You guys could be myth busters. You just fucked that contract. You just bottled it. <laughs> so for that reason. And then, like, honestly, like, normally I'm quick to be like, do you know what, Charles? You know, the way that he just thinks, sometimes he gets a little bit of a spark in him. But there's actually no defense on this one. Nothing. So for yeah. that reason, Ferrari. Ferrari. Um, Cam, you need to... Sorry. Um, Cam, you were going to say? Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to banter you a bit, Tandy, and saying, speaking of bottled it, was there any football over the weekend? I don't, I don't really watch football. I heard there was a big final and a, a, a right, red you have to get him involved. off my podcast. <laughs> you have to get him off. Get him off. I'm sorry, Tandy. Right. I apologise. Too soon, Cameron. Too soon. Donkey of the weekend. You know weekend. what? It's been a really hard weekend for me. Okay? Tandy, they should have really won. Hard. They were the better, they, they were I the better on- team. <laughs> It's been the worst. Oh yeah, tell, tell us. Um, I mean, this is you know, this is a slight diversion, but you had a, <laughs> you had an interesting interesting date, did you not? Someone who was really, really went on a to... date. Yeah. <laughs> so as you guys know, I don't really date because mm. I don't like to leave my house, and honestly, like I can't be bothered to speak to anyone because mm. you're boring as fuck. <laughs> um, but I decided, you know, I was hungry. Yeah, a man can only live on bread alone. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I'd already cooked as well. I'd made oh, like cool. I'd made like lamb, and then oh, wow. I got a text saying, um, "Have you eaten?" Oh, it's a good that's, way. Have I eaten? That's a good one. It's a that's good, a good great chat said, up line. Have, have I eaten? Yeah. I said no. I said <laughs> no, and then I got a text saying like, "Okay, get ready. I'll come pick you up." Ooh. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, don't worry, I, I don't mess with both. I don't, I don't mess with bozos. That's one thing well, about me. Carry on telling the story. Well, <laughs> well, and then so I tweeted um, that this guy started to recite Robin Mugabe lyrics to me. For those who don't know, uh, Tandy and I, are <laughs> and Robin Mugabe is the now deceased former. Dictator, dictator of our country yeah. who basically ran our country into ruin he's you know a few war crimes in there genocide <laughs> and he was like you know 
so yeah, he has his fans, you know, for for, for the older generation. Sans. And you know, there were look, a broken clock is right twice a day. There's a couple of things where I was like, maybe I do understand that. But <laughs> overall, he is not a nice person. And you know, yeah. just if you if you ever just a word of advice, if you ever meet someone from Zimbabwe. If you're ever going on a date with someone from Zimbabwe, you're lucky enough <laughs> to do that. Just don't quote Bob, you know. Leave that don't one. Quote Bob. Don't quote Bob Mugabe. Just leave that one to the side. Just be like, mm. oh, Zimbabwe, isn't that where Victoria Falls is? Something like that. Something like <laughs> light touch. Light touch. Um, don't, don't go in with slight, the Bob quotes. Slight plot twist, though. Ooh. Slight plot twist. Mm. Plot twist. Yeah. When I was like four odd, hmm. this was when I was in Zim. Yeah. I went to um, I went to a Hebrew nursery school, so I, I was actually a Hebrew for the first five years of my life. Wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And we had this like project where they were like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I actually said a dictator. Mm. So there is actually a wow. piece of artwork that my father has off me. Tandy, age five. When I grow up, I want to be a dictator how the fuck did you know what Say a dictator that, was that is incredible i was just i was just i think i was a weird kid mm. higher learning tandy tandy can i ask Do you a question me. about your date go on was his name ll cool j of wolfpack performance fame no no okay all right fine all right sorry i'll leave that that's a married man that's a married man, <laughs> no, that's that's a married man. I, I heard he was in london i thought i'd ask you a question look at look at look at it look at he's in look. london Look at her blushing. What's wrong with you, Mum? Stand up. What is going? What is going on here? <laughs> no, he's. Not, Did you say he's in London? You know, anyway, that's neither here or there. No, he's not in London. He is in America. Yeah, I'm not excited. No, who cares? Anyway, um, <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. Back to the race. Donkey of the day. <laughs> you know yeah. what? You know what? All my boyfriends probably listen to this podcast and just think, this bitch. <laughs> well, I'm so well, sorry. Well, we are well, first say is finding lies. out that there's multiple of them <laughs> just now. <laughs> I love it. You know what? Uh, Correct him, Tandy. Not not concurrently. That, yeah, I know you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Not concurrently. Not concurrently. Just Gosh, let's I just don't know say what that. You're about. No, yeah. So that's my that's my mind because pa- I'm past tense. Yeah, past boyfriends tense. Boyfriends in the past Tandy. that you have had on their own singularly. That's singularly. Singularly. Don't stand for that, Tandy. You see, yeah. you see, litigate and Nasha there trying to wrap you up and yeah. and 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 do the loaded question on you. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. That's Tandy. mean. That's don't crazy. Do that. Don't yeah. do that, Nasha. Yeah, yeah. Donkey I'm, the day. I'm a one. I'm a one man woman only. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, donkey yeah. of the day. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ferraris, yeah. Fair <laughs> yeah okay, cool. Ferrari. Ferrari. We've rolled ours and everything. Yeah. Here we go for mine very quickly, Nasha, if I can. Yeah, sure. Um, Mick Schumacher, only because, listen, I love Mick. Ooh. He's starting to crash a bit too frequently now. And then all I can hear from Haas at the moment is talk about cost cap. Yeah, the cost, 140 million cost cap's okay. We'll manage that. Well, you carry on crashing cars, Mr. Schumacher, and your team is going to struggle to show up to like, the latter half of the race is right. You're going to smash that cost cap 140 million with inflation. Behave yourself, FIA. <laughs> so, yeah, donkey of the day goes out to Mick Schumacher and Haas for talking all this breeze about how cost cap is, is small fry to them and they're going to nail it. 
Can I ask? You want to talk about Huskap right now? Have that. Yeah. Sorry, Tandy, you go. Let me not interrupt you. Okay. I was going to say, Haas have that um, that Sheen card. That's all I was going to say. Their cast machine. Their cars are... Someone, was it you or someone else? I was like, what? when that car crashes, boy, oh boy, does that car fall to pieces. Like, yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, yeah. 70% Trans- off. I saw tra- the... Transformer mm. settings. Mm. I feel like, you know what? I'm actually going to say no, because them Transformer things, they're going to battle and that. Not a scratch. Uh, mm-hmm. The Haas, look... I have put this conversation off for far too long, okay? I've put it off for... Tandy will back me up. I was saying last season around fucking, like, Imola, I was like, hang about. This guy is crashing a lot, okay? And I got tongue, ah, it's his first season. Ah, the cause of death trap to drive. Ah, he's putting a minute on, on, on Mazepin. Okay, well... What's going on? Let's talk. That's about what it was. Yeah, it was. It was the ability to be able to hide behind Mazepin. Now yeah. he's gone. Wild yeah. one. Let's talk about yeah. Mick Schumacher. Okay, I need to talk about him yeah. because I'm not happy. I I think I'm not gonna lie. I think he's a two pack of ass. And you know that's how bad I'm saying it because I put it in an American accent to really get over. Not even ass. Ass. Old ass. That was a two-pack of ass. Hear me and hear me good, then I made a double down. That shit was a two-pack of ass, okay? I'm, I'm sick and tired of this guy crashing. No, mm. it is enough. Bro, if Latifi spins every race, we're like, Latifi's got to go. He's got to go. Mick Schumacher has been crashing for a year and a half now. At what point do we just say, why does this guy keep crashing? Why is he losing to Kevin Magnussen, who was off? He wasn't doing good enough for the grid last year. He's come back in, no testing, and he's doing better than Mick. I'm sorry, that cannot run. You're not telling me Kevin Magnussen is the second coming of Christ, and he's so good that he can just step into a car, and he can do it. Kevin Magnussen, as proven by his antics in Barcelona last week, is not... I, I'm not going to say, hey, he's good, he's good. He's not top 10, okay? He's not top 10. So he shouldn't be. But that just shows Mick ain't even top five or top 15. He's not even top 15. He, he, is, he is one of the five worst drivers on the grid, easily. And oh, name, look, I put my five worst drivers <laughs> on the grid on Twitter and that got us into a lot of fucking trouble. So I'm not going to say mm-hmm. one of them, Vettel, but you've got Latifi, Stroll, who went off to read Architecture Digest when he was out of the car, because anything other than Formula One. Uh, Guan Yu Zhou, Mick. And Guan Yu Zhou is a rookie, so I'm not even like, re- we're judging him a bit too early. He's had some unlucky, you know, uh, reliability issues or whatever. But Mick- I'd really, really like to emphasize that, yeah. Mick Stroll- He's a young bird. He's a young bird. Mick Stroll and Latifi, are three bad drivers. And, and Danny, I'm putting Mick in that category now. Danny because... Rick will be creeping into that anytime soon as well, Nasha. And by the way, let me just let me just caveat all of what we're saying, all of this Mick Schumacher slander with this. 
happy that you walked away from the incident healthy and, oh, and safe. Cool. Yeah, you without guys. Safe, without that's safe. what I wanted to say. I, oh, you're a modern, no, you modern guys, cuddling this like, guy. He is fine. No, he walks out of the listen car. Listen to me, listen he, to me. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. It just does not sit right in my morals to put someone who has been in a who has been in a crash as a donkey because <laughs> we must be respectful that he is safe and sound and what's unharmed. Ha- what's happened to this podcast? No one's happened, Jed. <laughs> the endorsements are coming. We've got soft, bruv. We've got soft. Next album, we're recording uh... it in a in a in a dirty basement in Brooklyn. We're not recording the album in Jamaica next time, okay? <laughs> All right? None, no more of that shit. We need to go back to our roots. Uh, the guy walked out from the I'm crash. Sorry. He walked out. I'm not going soft. If, if this book... Mm. Mm. I, I, I can't even repeat what you said about Grosjean a few weeks ago. And he was in a much worse crash. So, I know. <laughs> so, you know, so, I thought about that in the shower. I thought about that in the shower the other day. I said, oh, my God. I yeah. actually said that. Yeah. I can't even repeat it to you. Guys. I had to cut it. So, so, so Mick, Mick was fine. And look, obviously, Cameron, I, I take it and I, I'm respectful. Cameron, as the voice of reason, tell me... Oh, man, so funny. <laughs> Tell me why I shouldn't be going in on Mick right now. And I, I'll admit, that might have sounded very harsh, what I said. But I'm looking at a driver who, at this point in time, doesn't seem to be learning from mistakes. And uh, uh, there's only so far nepotism can get you. Oh. And, okay, he has had a good junior career. I wouldn't, you know, he's won... I think he won F3, he won F2, both in the second seasons, by the way, I will add. Mm. Uh, and there is a little bit of prima tax there and a little bit of, I don't know, what there, there are some conspiracy theories about that. Let's not get into it. But, we could get into it. But, tell me, with all that information, why am I going too hard on Mick? Am I going too hard on Mick? Why should I give Mick more time than he's already had? Oh, mate, you're killing me over here. Um, Listen, it's his third season in F1, first and foremost. Let's not do the recency bias. What have you done for me lately type stuff? Give the dude time. He's no longer a rookie granted, but he's shown flashes right, Nasha. We have to say that he's been inconsistent also, much like the FIA stewards. Mm. Not to mention the Schumacher name. You talked about the F2 and F3 accolades. But listen, he's got the Schumacher name, Nasha. And how, if we're going to talk about romanticism, how nice would it be? How how good a feel-good story would it be? Tandy's like, what are you on about? Cameron, Cameron how good of a feel-good story would it be? No, do you know what, Cameron? Schumacher wins an F1 championship at some point. Do you know what it is, Cameron? I knew you were going to go down that road and I didn't want to be the person to kind of say, it's a Schumacher name. But it is. But at the same time, somebody said it in it. I didn't say it, but that person is right in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> let, let me tell you now, yeah. Yeah. Because we know that we know this sport, we know this sport runs on dynasty. Legacy, legacy, legacy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And 
it's a strong name. It's like no one's trying to fight a Mayweather. Nobody's trying to fight a Holyfield. Sneeze. I can't. It won't come out. Sorry. <laughs> Why is you sneezing, Nasha? Let me just say this very quickly. There are worse in 2022. There are worse reasons you want to mute that, Nasha, before you have to edit out beer things. There are worse things that have have gotten worse drivers into F1. With how many paid drivers mentioned they know no names? Nicholas Latifi, Zhou Guan Yu. You're right, Nasha. Get in there. I hate those ones. They're just, they're just leaving. I know, they're ones that just continue. Placeholder sneezes, they're just, they're kind of tentative. It's letting me know that (laughs) it's just checked in. There you are. It'll it'll call me for room service, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, carry on, Cameron. Get get it out, Nash. No, I was just going to say the worst reasons to be in F1, whether that's pay driver. I mean, the Schumacher name, you got to, Schumacher was one of the goats just behind Sir Lewis Hamilton, eh? Like, Gotta give Mick. I think it'll come good. Just have patience, bear with, and have a little bit of faith. Mick's Mick's got a lot of promises. No, Nick. Let's not put his name in there with Nicholas Latifi and Co. That's disrespectful. I'll have a bet with you right now. Let's go. I don't think that Mick Schumacher will have a better F1 career than Lance Stroll. I said it. I said it. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. That's actually quite an I interesting thing. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you He's going to have. That's a, what, a pole position? Lance Shaw has? Fake. A, well, look, we've got a fake champion. So I don't know what you want me to do here. He's got, he's got, he's got a pole position. He's got two podiums. Three podiums? Or two? Two or three. Um, I'm, all I'm saying is, Stroll is someone that wasn't that good. I probably has what I would say a similar trajectory junior categories wise to Mick came in has been given all the time in the world will be given all the time in the world because his dad's never going to sack him so Lance Stroll always, Lance Stroll could be there until he retires you know how mad that is right when any other team would have kicked him out three it's years not, ago. it's not that mad it's not that mad when you look at Alonso oh neither there anyway continue so all I'm saying is Lance Shaw is an example of someone who I think whose credentials and ceiling is not that high, who has been given time to cut out mistakes. Lance Shaw has crashes. Lance Shaw doesn't look in his mirrors when he turns in. So for me, I think Mick will be that kind of driver. I think that's the career he's destined for, and he'll always be given the opportunity. You're free to rebel that. Ugh. I just can't, I, you know, there's nothing, you've, you've articulated your point really well then, Nash, and, and your reasoning and your fundamentals underlying mm. are sound. There's nothing for me to rebuttal with. You've nailed it, Nasha. However, don't put me, how dare you? <laughs> Not having it, Nasha. How very dare you even mention the Schumacher name in the same sentence as Stroll? You want to behave yourself, mate? Have a word, Nasha. I'm not okay. having that at all. That's very, very disrespectful. In, in the words of Blueface, in the words of Blueface, I'm gonna get disrespectful to this motherfucker. Look, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, I just, you know what? I've been keeping it in for a long time. I've got a friend of the show who listens who wouldn't let me start my Mick agenda, but they realise now that it's 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 time. He needs to do better. But look. Let's wrap that in a bow, tie it, 
gone. Um, my donkey today, real quick. I'm gonna give it. Look, um, if it's not if it's not gonna be the Mercedes strategy team, I've got nothing to say to those guys anymore. You do it. I'm not even angry. I'm disappointed. Um, my donkey today is Nico Rosberg. I'm done with this guy. I'm done. I don't care if I never get on Sky Sports. I've got things to say today. This guy is bitter. Okay. And not even better. You know what? I don't even think he's better. That narrative is a funny narrative. But I think that Nico Rosberg knows that he is most loved and most popular when he speaks about Lewis and then he speaks in a negative way about Lewis. And there have just been instances last weekend where I just thought he when like made he was deliberately trying to like spread misinformation. He got told on air, like, oh, Lewis has said that they're running different setups and his setups are different. And, you know, that's why, you know, that's why there has been a divergence in, in pace. And Nico Rosberg goes, oh, no, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. They've got equal setups. It's just like, what, what, what are you talking about? Then he had some, and then throughout the weekend, he was making little barbs on his Instagram or YouTube. Someone was like, "Don't curse Charles, because when you back people to win, they have bad races." Like, "Oh yeah, okay." Then I want Lewis to win, right? And then at the end of the footage uh, on the race, he was like, oh, "I've just seen Lewis get into a boat with like eight bodyguards," and it was like, "There's one bodyguard in Angela," and it's just like you, you're <laughs> hate in your heart. Like you've got real hate in your heart. I don't like see when he's not talking about Lewis, really good insight, tells it like it is. But when he's talking about Lewis, it is just like uh, unbearable viewing. And maybe it's You're tired I'm, of him. I'm tired of him, Tandy. I'm just, you know. You're over him. I was never yeah. under him, but I, I don't like him. Yeah. I just don't like yeah. him. Yeah. He's a prick. Um, any thoughts on Nico Rosberg quickly? And then, uh, yeah, just move on to, to Stars. I would agree. Um, yeah, fever dream, fever dream in it. Fever dream about Lewis, fever dream about that championship, fever dream about the McLaren days in it. Do you know what I mean? Hot sweats and all that. Oh. Wakes up sweating. Oh. I, I Not a lot can be said on that one. Yeah, you know what? Not much to add, Nesha, about, about Nico. Although he is a very good colour commentator. Whenever Martin Brundle hangs up his, his mic, I'm looking to see Nico in that position permanently, right? Because he's the best one that they've got, even though he does like to talk a lot of smack about Lewis Hamilton. They clearly yeah. don't like each other, but it's a bit of a, a paradox, right? Because he's also incentivized to big up Lewis Hamilton since he was the last one that yeah. beat Lewis Hamilton without any caveats or asterisks. So it's a it's a weird one. I, I was going to say, Nasha. It's a weird one. It is a very weird one, right? I was going to say, Nasha, I, I took, I was paying particular attention to Sky F1 broadcast more broadly this weekend. Oh, yeah. And I felt like somebody had had a word and asked them to put more balance on the Lewis Hamilton discourse. I did you notice that. I noticed did. It. I like, did notice that. I did. Sorry, carry on, Cameron. Kept on doing it, mate. Just that really. Crofty in particular. Yeah, but... What we need to say about Lewis is X, Y, and Z. I was like, where, where's that been for the past five, six races? What are we talking? Why now? Though I'm not complaining. I'm just quite, there is a bit of a, a paradigm shift in the way they're covering the Lewis and George stuff. Happy to caveat and tell the full story with, with footnotes and, and sub notes mm. and all, whereas there haven't been. So something's 
I, I noticed something change. Mm. It is strange because we've always called them out for like their coverage of Lewis. And we did it a lot last season and nothing changed. So it is curious as to why. Maybe it's just like they don't, you know, they don't want to kick a man when he's down kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I did notice that for sure. Um, I had nothing to add. It was strange. But uh, another one thing I would just want to add quickly. Tandy. Mm-hmm. I think you should apply for my bundles gridwalk job. Okay. You see, I, that is my dream job already. I we already think, know that. I think you need to apply for my bundles gridwalk job. Do you know what? That could have been. <laughs> there you, Yasha. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, okay, no, okay, maybe no. not. Okay, okay. Don't How? say How? that could have been. That could have been the job application, and, that, oh, okay. and then it was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. yeah, we okay. see it, and then okay. now it's you know we'll, screaming. We'll, we'll beep. Okay, okay, we'll beep that part. That part has been beeped. right, but the sentiment stands. <laughs> um, okay, what I will say is, <clears throat> take two. I think. I don't think Martin Bundle enjoys a grid walk. He even said in a no, tweet. No, he hates it. He said in a tweet after um, Miami, he said, um, I hate doing the grid walks, but they seem to have defined my, my media career for the past 25 years and, you know, whatever, this, that, and the other. And, you know, he seems to be every time now when someone says they don't want to talk to him, he just seems to take it so fucking personally. Uh, and, you know, and it's just like, brother. And then that starts a conversation. And what I've noticed now, yeah, I think before social media, it would happen and no one really gave a shit. But now it happens mm. and people just get really over unhappy about, uh, yeah, so yeah. there's a, a woman uh, who's in Bridgerton, Simone, I can't remember her surname. The um, stunning one, the gorgeous one, guys. Hey, let me tell you right now, she is incredible. Mm. Um, but, uh, Simone Ashley or Simone Ashley, Ashley Simone, I don't know which way. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so I think it's actually it's Ashley Simone. Um, yeah, she is fitting. Hey, she is hot. She is hot, hot, hot. Leng, uh, hot, hot. Leng. peng, a ting. Mm. Um, <laughs> so. I just think let's get someone on there one i think who would be more comfortable and maybe a bit more approachable for some of these younger stars who are on the grid now and <laughs> get and, in there, and and you know i think someone with a bit more someone with the energy someone who wants to do it and someone who could take martin's legacy of the grid walk and take it into the 21st <laughs> century I know that it started before the 21st. Did it start? Yeah, it did. But, like, no, it but like. Get in, Tandy. So, yeah. Oh, wow. You, you really Start were. Style upon them. So, I think, you, I think you do a good job of it. And I just wanted to make it. Thank you. Know, you. I just think. Uh, Nasha, I need to come no, back. No, that on is that actually one. my dream job. Come back on it. Because I know you've got thoughts on it. Because you, you want to you wanna protect mine. Martin's my guy. Firstly, Nasha, how, how dare you? How very dare you t- 
take Martin Brundle's name in vain. Ashamed <laughs> of yourself as a, as a long-term F1 fan. How very dare you. Martin means more to us than that. He He's done nothing to deserve those vicious adjectives that just came out of your mouth. Uh, Behave no yourself. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. All joking aside, let me say this about yeah. the celebrity thing. So I think Megan Thee Stallion asking her, to do some freestyle raps or what? Oh, Megan Thee Stallion, a freestyle rapper. That was tone deaf and completely off the mark. So I think that was a different circumstance to what we saw at Monaco. Mm. And even then, Megan spoke very briefly and said, "Oh no, yeah. I haven't got any freestyle raps no today." Raps today. And and moved no on. Raps today. <laughs> right, there you go. And moved it on swiftly. And then the security guard. So I don't think Megan necessarily came off too bad. Off the back of that exchange, she looked like a human, yeah. not overly caught up with the celebrity, didn't really want to talk, wasn't on it, but whatever, chalked that up to the game. You see what happened at Monaco, Nasha? Mm. As a diehard F1 fan, mm. I don't want to be asset stripped like a venture capitalist. Here's what I mean by that. Ooh. These celebrities turn up to the race here, called they've been invited by Red Bull, hospitality settings, all that good stuff, probably been paid a bit of sponsorship, cool fine and dandy mm. us lot over here we've been watching this sport all our lives right mm. to not talk to martin brundle who is by the way some of our heroes again another dude that we've been watching all our life just, to not watch this nasha to not even talk to him is an effing disrespect he said look at me doing the old toto wolf yeah. effing it's a, it's a, dis <laughs> genuinely, it, it gets me a bit upset. It's a yeah. disrespect and to delegate out the talking to of Martin Brundle to your PA over here because you don't want to do any television. Wait, there, you, you're on Netflix. Look, what are you talking about? So I just feel like these celebrities. Okay, so for example, Pharrell and DJ Kelly, they did, they don't know anything outside of Lewis Hamilton. And it was yeah. clear when they started talking, but at the very least they spoke, you are, okay, so you're a celebrity, but you are also a human being. What is this about? You're not entitled to talk to me. You're a human being. Humility costs nothing. So I just get a little bit, yeah, she's very good looking and whatever, but I don't know how she just, but can you imagine she just spoke, Nasha, and just said, listen, I'm here on behalf of Red Bull. Don't really know that much about F1, but I'm here to enjoy the spectacle. What happened to that? How about that? Simone Ashley. Like, I, I just you find know what it is. At the same time, even though people will come in and they'll be invited by like a sponsorship or like a drinks or whatever, I don't think the likes of those who have never been to Formula One actually even know what Formula One actually is. They just know it's, Lewis Hamilton and a bunch of cars that go around. They don't actually know the concept off the grid walk. They don't know that it's live television. They don't know that Sky Sports streams to the US, the UK, and the majority of Europe. So when they're approached by Martin, they don't know who he is. He's not Jimmy Kimmel. He's not um, He's not Trevor Noah. He's Martin Brundle, who the majority of Americans don't even have a clue. Yeah, like respectfully, they don't know him. That's what it is. If it was... And if so he'll, he'll be saying, you're live on Sky... F1, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. Care. I have ESPN, it doesn't mean anything. Mm. So there is that level, again, it just brings up the conversation of there is that level, le uh, level, <laughs> there is that level of um, miscommunication. Mm. And I think that further emphasizes the need to bring the grid walk to a modern day channel if we are 
kind of keep the concept of bringing okay. Formula One nah. to a modern day audience. Albeit, let's go. Albeit, albeit, I uh, this is kind of almost the argument of um, you know, keeping tracks like Monaco, they're classics. Martin Brunnels, a classic, but sometimes you have to put your classic cars in the garage and you start using mm-hmm. the Porsche. Put the cover on in the, and just let it rest. Do, do you know yeah, mean? put it in a case, do let it. everyone see it. Bring it out. Keep it just, as a memory. Oh, is that, mm. the, is that the classic car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't really take that out anymore, though. Oh, Look, my gosh. Oh, take no. the old horses out to passion. Nasha, <laughs> will I just say this last one thing on this? Because it's killing me. It yeah, feels sure. a lot like I did the venture capitalist analogy, which didn't, I don't think that's quite what I'm on about. It feels like cultural appropriation. We yeah. held this sport close to our hearts all this time. And you want to mm. just rock up and enjoy yourself at the Monaco mm. Grand Prix, the best of them in terms of their spectacle, without yeah. even knowing or having watched a single lap of quali or free practice or race, behave yourself. I'm not having that. Do you I not think? think to that point, Cameron, I, I don't doubt it. And look, me and you are the same. You know, we watched, uh, we watched every, every session. I'm older. Huh? I'm older, Tandy. Come on here chastising people for calling me uncle last week and then get on here and start making fun of me for being old you're fucking mad i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) about 20 years now she's seen but But i guess you do belong what i do want to say is you guys do belong to a completely different oh yeah and genre we're a different genre of human being thanks tandy yeah no Cheers, no mate. not even to be like i'm a gen z i believe in you know oh, right. we're the keeping it going right. you guys are millennials yeah. and albeit my aesthetic is at millennial i'm a gen z so right. okay. that's why you probably think same in it but we now need you millennials and the boomers need to now recognize that you know this is the future mm. we need to move for the times mm. because god forbid like you know that same way everyone's like if if you were to pass away your job replacement would be there by monday which me which which so I think I think I think I think let me, I think I Tandy. What, I, I think I think Tandy, what you alluded to there, if I can finish off your point for you, is that they need to have yeah. a succession plan in yes. place that speaks to Gen Z and yeah. the next generation of fan base that Netflix yeah, have done so well because... in accessing. Mm-hmm. Bars, you know. I, yeah, you know? you're 100 right, and Tandy, you're right, and, and Cameron, you're right. I think mm-hmm. for me, I just want to say. Cameron, I know you have the best intentions and what you're saying is right. I know this isn't maybe what you feel, but it can sound some of the some of the conversations around it can sound a little bit like hateration. I'm not gonna lie. It can sound like you're hating from outside of the club because you can't get in. And people with privilege to be on the grid. Unless they are told, and look, until people, until there's an etiquette sent down from FOM or F1 to teams, say, if you are giving people a, like a, uh, if you're giving someone a grid pass, they are, in, they are going, 
they are at run the risk of being spoken to by Martin Brundle or whoever, whatever country on the grid. It is a requirement that you open yourself up to interviews for the benefit of FOM and whatever. If you do not do so, you're like the team are liable for a fine of X amount of money. And then they'll be careful about who they bring. Do they like F1? Are they going to talk? That's, that's, unless they- You start- can't. Not finding the person, that's... finding the team who invited them. Like not finding the actual person. Finding I know all I'm saying is un- until they start policing it, they have every right to not talk to Martin Brundle. I'm sorry. Oof. There They're is not, way. They, they have ev- listen, they have every right to not talk to Martin Brundle. However, however, if it's a case of you want people to speak on the grid. You should not be allowed on the grid if you aren't going to talk because that's nothing what long. That's what we just nothing long. Here. And yeah. by the way, Nasha, that yeah. that that clause is already in place. The Brundle clause was effected post Megan the Stallion debacle. Wasn't that a rumor though? No, I, don't think so. I think there was no rules that really. Before. I thought yeah. it was an actual thing. I, I believe the hype. I, I don't know though, brother. I I, I I see what you're saying on the hateration thing, Nasha. But I just, for me personally, for yeah. still your praise, <laughs> if if Simone Ashley Bridgerton lead or whoever had just spoken to Martin, but I really wouldn't have a problem. So f- for me personally, it's not born out of jealousy or hateration. I don't really care who's yeah. on the grid, but if you're going to disrespect my guy, Martin Brundle by not even talking to him, human decency is free Nasher. And whether you're a celebrity or not, I don't, you guys have met celebrities before when you meet Lewis Hamilton, the one thing that everybody has to say, he comes across as so humble. And I think that's a gift there. I'm not attracted to celebrities that are just like all high and mighty. Don't even talk to me over here. You, you, um, you working class, you were urchin dregs of the, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. The celebrity doesn't entitle you to not be a human being and not have very normal morals and sense of common decency. What you can't talk to Martin Brundle. What? Cause you are in Bridgerton. Behave yourself. Not having it. Not having it, Nasha. Talk to him, you know. Talk to him. Behave yourself. No, I'm not having it, Nasha. It's it's mad. It's mad that we're here. And I have people on Twitter. I have people on Twitter all day today telling me, well, he, he doesn't have a right to talk to her. Right to talk to another human being. What we're talking in in, in terms of rights of passage, because that person's a celebrity and I'm the biggest viewed show one nah man I'm not I'm not wired that way I'm sorry I'm it. sorry Nasha full I stop hear I hear it look listen that day I, I like that that was a good segment um quickly because we've, we've gone over the overtime um one word on your driver of the day who's your driver of the day Tandy uh could have been Lewis Hamilton uh beautiful gums nice helmet so my driver of the day is Checo Perez because mm. Um, I had to think about it when I had a stint on on the chicane. And you know what? Let the house burn within. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh. Keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Someone's going to jail now. Guess who's going to jail? Uh, I saw, did anyone see that clip of Jacko saying, ha, 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 signed the contract a bit too early, did we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Leave me that. Burn the house within. 
Mm. Uh, they could have got yeah, a couple so extra mm. couple extra notes on that contract. Mm. Trust me. Well done, Checo Perez. Mm. Good win. Happy for you. Um, Outclass Max all fucking weekend. Had him in his back pocket. And for that, we have to say, hold that. Um, uh, Cameron, driver of the day. I've got to give to Carlos Sainz. After all the hatred that I've been spewing for Carlos Sainz Jr. And his um, overly aggressive throttle inputs that he's been, that's been manifest over the past couple of Grand Prix. He nailed it this weekend. And But for Alex Albon, or was it, sorry, but for Latifi as a mm. back marker being a bit stubborn and not jumping out of the way would have won that race. Have to salute, have yeah. to salute the Spaniard, Carlos mm. Sainz Jr. Well, well done, Carlos. Needed that result. Great save on the start finish straight as well. God damn, that, that could have been embarrassing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, fair play to him. That's sliding doors because if he goes into that wall, what do you say about the season? Like, do you know what I mean? So, really well done to Carlos Sainz. My driver of the day is going well. It's hard when uh, countries do this. Um, so don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, you've taken the two that I was going to say. I think a good... Oh, Landon Norris, well done. Sixth place. Uh, still struggling with Todd I don't think we really... I know we made fun of it last week, but... We're going to have a Danny Ricardo discussion at some point. But, um, you know, completely out, outpacing um, Ricardo all weekend. Uh, unlucky to finish sixth. Could have finished fifth, but it was, uh, I think the pit stop strategy worked out for George. Luckiest man in the world. How much luck does one man need? I don't, I just don't, George, it's just a madness, bro. Anyway, um, yeah, Landon Norris, well done. Still recovering from tonsillitis. He's got a very grey hue to him at the moment. It looks <laughs> like he needs some blusher or something. Just he needs to. He, he's looking like uh, old chicken. So um, no, respectfully, he's ill. He's ill. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me save you, Nasha. Let me save you. Shout out worthy mention goes to Pierre Gasly, making up loads oh, of places yeah. from I want to say nine, was he 17th or 19th? And then he ended up in 11th or 12th. Yeah. yeah, and then he nailed it again. Quickest to jump on those interim tyres, what all those guys at the front should have done. Shout yeah. out to Pierre Gasly for nailing it. Well done, Pierre Gasly. That's it, guys. We're done. Thank you so much. If you got this far, Make sure you're uh, liking, subscribing, all of them things there. Thank you. Oh, God, I completely forgot. It's a You know what this is. It's a celebration, bitches. We're here. We, some people on our YouTube might not even know this because the thing just, uh, we announced it and then it just sell off quickly. <laughs> like, so gone. we, wanted to celebrate our 50th episode by doing a event, uh, a live event where people could come uh, and watch the Hungarian Grand Prix. Oh, Meet and greet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we wanted everyone to kind of meet and greet us, have a live episode, watch us, watch the Hungarian Grand Prix, kind of go through the process of how we record, how we're not actual serious individuals and 
to be honest, we put the, the we put the tickets on sale and we didn't expect anybody to actually even want to come. To be fair, we just kind of expected our close mates. <laughs> and we sold out sold in out the in, weekend. Yeah. Sold out. Sold out in two mm-hmm. no, two days. I think it was like 36 wow. two days hours. Or a day and a half, yeah. A day and a half. Hours. 36 hours. Incredible. It was quite nice because me and Yash were both drunk when we realised. Um, I saw him tweet about it. He texted both my phones. <laughs> I was drunk. Absolutely nailed it, guys. And if I can jump in there very quickly, Nasha and Tandy, yeah. no more or less than what you deserve for the fantastic work that you both are doing and have been doing for the past year and year and plus, right? Yeah. Quick stop, F1 to the moon and all of you like watching and listening need to get on board before it's too late that those shows mate if i can get if i I can get a ticket to a a ticket on the second hand market then (laughs) i'll be be prepared to pay a cheeky premium add a couple zeros on that yeah congrats both you're doing you're just smashing it dominating yeah yeah i heard i heard tickets are going double now i heard (laughs) yeah 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 no invites no invites um look i just want to say None of this is possible without you guys. The support that we have is humbling, is the only way to describe it. It's so humbling. All we do is get on here and chat shit. When I sent the email to Tandy, seeing if she wanted to do this podcast, I did not think it was going to go this far. I said, I got the message. I was like, stop messing me, you weirdo. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, I'm so happy that those are your thoughts because I am a weirdo. You read me right. Um, so uh, yeah, man, it, it just it wouldn't be the same without you guys. You're, you guys and the interactions that you give us make what it is. And without that, you know, we would just be one weirdo and one very cool person talking about it. No, do you know what you guys know? I I I don't do anything at quick stop. I'm not gonna lie. So all accolades I will always give to Nyasha because I honestly do not do anything. I'm just t- kind of told an hour before what to do, which I quite like. Um, and that's just how me and him work. And he, he works so hard for years, like backstage, this man, I don't think he actually sleeps. Um, I question sometimes if he showers. But then again, <laughs> that's his personal business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which he yeah, it's all, it's all Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I shower. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't sleep, and and uh, yeah, you know, the, the personal life's kind of gone mm. to shit. But you know, we're yeah. we're here. The, the product is there. The product, the product is there, and that's what matters. Okay, you know, all of that stuff can wait. You know, when your parents are like, don't talk to girls, concentrate on your books. That's kind of what I'm having to do at the moment, and that's fine. You know, that's okay for you guys. Um, but. But, hey, you, uh, man. Um, but no, no, I'm joking. But um, mm. thank you. Guys, for the people who are not in London and the people who can't get tickets, we will do like a really mm. cheap, um, like couple of quid ticket for the live stream. Um, and it's just so mm. we can pay the people to. So you guys can terms. join us. And you can join us yeah. and it can be a big event and we can celebrate everything together we can read the comments and stuff and it's because it's not just for the people in london you know we, we see all you guys all over the world half of our listenership are in america 
obviously all of our South African listeners, without mm-hmm. you, we wouldn't be anything. We love you guys. Um, so Come yeah, thank you so much. And, and the Americans, to be fair, we love the Americans. Americans, too. we love you guys, and the British yeah, people yeah. love you as well. We love everyone wherever you are. Yeah, wherever British you people, are. you. Beautiful gums. Um, I, like, I like that you shouted yeah. out those north of the wall, <laughs> Nasha. Uh, north of the wall, Midlanders and up north separated yeah. them out. Fair yeah, enough. no, I'm sorry. You know what? I, I love the Midlanders. I love the Northerners, especially, um, yeah, you know, Tandy's from the, the Scousers. North, the Scousers. So, you know, yeah, we, we, yeah. we love them the especially. Even, <laughs> even I've, I've never heard you say it like that. It was very. Whittle. Yeah. Very, very so look guys thank you so much <laughs> we're gonna go cameron thank you so much for coming on um any final words from you none mate thank you for having me it's been no. amazing as always chopping it up with two learned f1 scholars about all things monaco and beyond mm-hmm. um privilege as always guys shout me to, shout me to get me back on when wolfpack isn't available I'm always happy to sub in for ll cool j who all the ladies love <laughs> Mention no names, Tandy. Tandy, any any last words? One day I'm going to be married, happily married, so in love. <laughs> so in love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully me too. This no, is really not, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you too. Hopefully you me too. too. But yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for listening to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. Um, what else? I don't know. Yeah, just thanks for listening, innit? Mm. Hope you've enjoyed this hour. And a bit, and some change. Um, yeah. We need to get a timer on because uh, we just lose track of time. These are getting longer and longer. Um, thank you guys for listening at home. And remember, no matter what life throws at you, keep it on the black stuff. Thank you so keep much. Keep it on the black stuff. <laughs> Is that a, an impression of me? That little accent you just done then? No, 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 no not no, even. No, no, no okay, no. cool. Well, I was going to... I was going to do an impression. Go on, go on, do, it. Do, do, do it, do it, do it, do it right now. Um, yeah, do it with your chest. Fa- <laughs> Thank you for coming to the Quick Stop <laughs> F1 podcast. And keep it on the black stuff. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs> Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. The corrupt powers that rule this nation are hard at work. They are trying to keep wages low and the rent high. They are quick to line the pockets of big businesses, but tell us they can't find a dime for the people. I understand this. I've seen the rot from the inside as a state senator, and it's ugly and widespread. On Unboss, we are working to change that. Every day on Unboss, we are bringing you the stories that really matter. We talk about power, corruption, justice, or lack thereof, and we break this down every weekday giving you the tools to give the power back to where it belongs with the people i'm nina turner and i am unbought and unbossed listen to unbossed on apple Podcasts. acast helps creators launch grow and monetize their podcasts everywhere acast.com